It's the hour. I'm Jason. And I'm Jeff. And on today's episode, Marlboro adopts new millennial marketing strategy in that they hate themselves. No more sugar dating apps on Google Play Store. Personally, I always swiped left on high fructose corn syrup anyway. An Alaska man was terrorized by a bear before being rescued. Hey, some people pay for that. New trailer park opens in Louisiana, but it's the same as all the other trailer parks. An armless man wants to massage your feet. Maybe he just needs a hug. And Ron Pompey, inventor and TV pitchman, has died. What is Pompel? Oh, it's Pompel. Ron Pompeel. Pompeel. Sorry, yeah. I. It, it looked like two Pope eyes Pope at Peel. the. It looked like two eyes at the end. <laughs> I don't I even know what his name is anymore. Well, now we now we fucked up our timing. Yeah, the jokes are not going to make any sense now. You want to try it again? Maybe. But let's just do it like right now. Okay. Okay. Ron Pompeel, inventor and TV <laughs> pitchman, has died. Popeel. Popeel. Yeah, there's no M. <laughs> Fuck. Like Pompeii. I know. It's it's just in my eye. Pompeii. <laughs> Last days of Pompeii. All right. One more time. <laughs> Ron Pompeo. <laughs> ah, fuck it. Ron Popeil, inventor and TV pitchman, has died. But wait. There's no more. Oh. <laughs> His funer- funeral will be held at 2 a.m. And was paid for in three easy payments. Sorry, no COD. Uh, his casket also doubles as a Julian slicer and cleased up in a Jeff. <laughs> the most convenient part of his grave, set him and forget him. <laughs> Poor guy. Ugh. Did I ever tell you the story? I may have said this on the pod before, but mm-hmm. fuck it. We're like four years in now. Yeah. Back in the day, mm-hmm. when they had the little the little commercials, infomercial, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the short infomercials, you know? Yeah. Um, you got the blue screen at the end with all the like... Where you write in to tell them that you want to buy the thing. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so they would say, uh, the, whatever the announcer was saying, they'd say, here's how to order. Yeah. And then someone else would come on mm-hmm. that told you how to order the things. But that guy always sounded the same. So I thought there was a guy and his name was how to order. <laughs> and I was like, how to order? Is that his name? Like how, like, like Howie? Howie short, how short for Howie. Here's how to order. Like, oh, it's the same guy every time. I also thought it was weird that they just repeated New York, New York. I didn't think they were like mm-hmm. saying it had to be specific. New York City, New York. I mean, it could be New York, Arizona. Right. New York, New York. Yeah. So that's weird that they repeat that. Yeah. But now I know. You know, my grandma. I'm 37. My grandma bought a number of things off of those things. Really? Yeah. She had like the spiralizer, potato peeler, and slicer thing. Yeah. Uh, she had like a juicer, like the Jack LaLanne juicer or something. Oh, he lived to be like 150, right? I remember when she got that friggin' thing. And we would like put stuff in there, like, what about this, Grandma? Yeah, throw it in. <laughs> and it was bad. She probably just dumped it down the toilet. Just it. <laughs> I was going to ask that. Instead of putting leftovers down the toilet, just put it in the juicer. Yeah. Well, it leaves like all the pulp. So you have to you have to flush that. You have to flush the pulp, the, the, yeah, the lasagna pulp after you're done with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You, you want to juice your lasagna. Mmm, <laughs> lasagna juice. Delicious. <laughs> put a peach cobbler in there. Get the peach cobbler juice. That would actually be good. I would I would drink that. Very cinnamony. If someone, if there was a restaurant and it said, we, we're now serving peach cobbler juice, I would say, give me that. That sounds like a like a cocktail. A peach yeah. cobbler. So we went to, when we went to see Hamilton in New York, we went to the Cheesecake Factory after, before, I don't remember. But we went there and it was nighttime and we just got cocktails. And I got a, I think it was called like a Georgia peach. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, it was like ice like a margarita style, like icy frozen kind of a drink, but it looked like a peach. Like, you know, there's orange and red and, and yeah. tastes like a peach too, of course, obviously. Delicious. Yeah. Loved it. Very good. No if point to that story. If you're going to make a peach cobbler cocktail, here's what I would do. Peach schnapps, obviously. You got to do that. 
And then some butterscotch, maybe. Okay. Right? right. I could see butterscotch that. Butterscotch schnapps. And then whipped cream vodka. Okay. Mm-hmm. That'd be a, this is more like a shot. Maybe a little bit of like cinnamon sugar around the rim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just invented that. We did. Are we the hours peach cobbler cocktail. Wonderful. Are we going to make that tonight? Do you have all those things? I don't think I have all those things. Don't I don't have, have any schnapps. Sorry. I got the whipped cream vodka. Well, okay. So I guess that's... We'll just have shots of yep, that. Yeah, shots then. of that. So there we go. Wonderful. How was your week? Well, a couple things. Mm, go on. Number one is I listened to part of our show last week. Wow, you're listening I to know. podcasts now? So I'm a listener. Wow. And I hated it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're just like our listeners. <laughs> Because, so first of all, your audio was jacked. Oh. It was. Wait, wait. Is this a corrections or a listener feedback? This is. Or is this how it's your week? This is just me. This is how it's my week. Wow. You're just throwing it all in there. Go for it. So. So, I was all over the place. So you're. you're, Sometimes I'm loud. Sometimes I'm quiet. Exactly. So I think we fixed it. Hopefully. Hopefully. Mine was perfect. It was a a perfect podcast. It's like that. It's just perfect. It's like that D12 song, My Band. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they talk about how um, their mics sound awful mm-hmm. and Eminem's always sounds best. Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm Eminem in the situation, mm. and you are the rest of T12. Gotcha. The other thing is, so mm-hmm. I think I fixed it. I'll listen. We'll find out. Oh, you're gonna listen to another podcast? I know. Wow. Well, maybe five minutes of it up until now. <laughs> However long it takes you to get home. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the other thing is, uh-huh. I have really been going through it lately with depression a very bad very tough week last week it so i had my daughter all week too Mm -hmm. and my normal when i get that way sort of depression is i just want to sleep i just want to sleep it away i i'm tired all the time anyway i'll just sleep it off and i can't because my my daughter needs things she needs to eat she needs attention she needs a father (laughs) you know what i'm saying and it's really really tough and uh, I've got a doctor's appointment for um, scheduled for tomorrow because it got that bad. But I'm okay. But I was thinking about so that's why we didn't record on Thursday because mm-hmm. I was just like I just don't feel like getting doing anything, getting out of bed, like taking a shower. Yeah. Um, there is a there is an indicator of how depressed I am. I mm. realized, and it's my ice cube tray. Oh, so I keep so I've I have two regular ice cube trays. And then two, like, the big cube ones, mm-hmm. you know, make big cube ice. Yeah. And then I have a large bin. Mm-hmm. So I essentially am playing the role of the ice cube maker in this case because mm-hmm. I don't have one. Yeah. So I'll make a bunch of them and I'll pour them in the ice cube bin and then I'll put I'll put more water in them and I'll put them back. And if that gets empty, I know I'm going through it because mm. it's, it's, a, it's a level of taking care of oneself that is, is a... It's a future thing. It's I, the canary in the freezer. The canary in the, the freezer of the coal mine of my yeah, heart. Indeed. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> I have no reason to be depressed. It's it's just is it just is part it's of depression. That's when it comes, yeah. That's what depression is. There's no reason you're sad. Mm-hmm. You're just sad. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because of chemical imbalance or whatever. Mm-hmm. So several things. So that that and then like some like high blood pressure, I think I have. Mm-hmm. So I have to mm-hmm. go to the doctor and change my diet i'm gonna go to a dietitian maybe less, and you less bacon a lot less bacon <laughs> related story <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea when i said that so i had bought i was at the grocery store <laughs> i saw next to the bacon 
they had sausage strips. So what they have done is they've mixed up sausage and put it into a loaf and then sliced it like bacon. Okay. Okay. And then it you 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 fry it like bacon strips. Isn't that like what a sausage patty already is? Yes, but, but they were very thin. So it's long. Oh, thin sausage. And patty? they were crispy and they were disgusting. Hated every second of it. Did not like it at all. So I don't recommend those. Speaking I'm generally of, not a fan of uh, sausage patties anyway. I'm more of a link person. You're a link guy? Yeah. Wow. Except uh, I really like uh, Zingerman's Roadhouse Breakfast. They have like sausage patties that are mm-hmm. just delicious. So, really? Yeah. Fantastic. How do they get – so here's what I want. You know the McDonald's sausage patty? Mm-hmm. The thin, big ones? I will I eat those, those on like a sandwich. I want those for my home. You can't buy them anywhere. That I've seen. The sausage are patties they, that you wait, get are like the, the short, thick, stubby ones or like the little chody ones. Have you checked the freezer section? I think so. Because usually the sausage patties are in, you know, the fresher meat. Yeah. Check the sausage, like the freezer section. They may have, oh, okay. you know, low quality McDonald's level sausage. Extremely low quality? All right, we're, so, we're talking that, that one brand that's, shh, that brand? <laughs> Indeed. Uh, <laughs> where, where are you shopping? I, I don't know, Kroger, Whole Foods. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe try like a really bad Kroger. Bushes. I should go to save a lot. There you go. You might find them there. I might find them just on the floor underneath. Yeah. Because they'd like be thin enough of, to fa- fall under yeah. the you know cereal aisle. Underneath a box of uh, off-brand cheese Whiz. Yes. Like cheese is, they call it. <laughs> it's not cheese it's It's not cheese Whiz. It's something in the middle. It's cheese W period is. <laughs> it's his name. The last thing. Mm-hmm. About the podcast. This is this is my own listener feedback. I say the word like a lot. Isn't that a Midwestern thing? I say it like a lot. Like like a lot lot. <laughs> and I'm trying to stop that. It's it's my first show where I'm trying to stop saying the word mm. like too much. It's hard when you think about it. It's, it's like th- very hard. And then you start to notice how often you're saying it. Yeah. And that freaks, but you're just, whoa, what's going on? I would rather say um than like. So um is one that's. I often try to stop, and instead I just let myself, instead of having a vocalized pause, I just have a silent pause. Yeah. And that can be very difficult. Yeah. And it feels weird, but it doesn't sound as weird. No, it doesn't sound weird at all. It doesn't sound like people are waiting for you to talk and you're staccatoing your discussion. I don't know if people even really notice. I don't think so. I think people more notice if you say um than if you just leave silence. Especially if you say it a lot. Yeah. Not not a lot, but a lot. Like like a lot, a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, like um, a lot. No, because I've noticed that with people in a training or at work or something like that where they're doing a presentation and they say um all the time and that becomes so distracting to start counting how many times they say um. Yeah. That's when you know it's bad. I also remember my 10th grade geometry teacher used to say plug it in all the time. Plug it in. Plug it in because you're doing equations or whatever, and you have to take the number and you plug it in. And she always oh, okay. did this head kind of thing, like plug it in. She'd like kind of move it to the side. Yeah. Like she's doing a shuffle, but with her <laughs> head. And so my friend and I started keeping track. Like we had a sheet of plug it ins that we had for the entire year once we noticed it and just kept a tally. Every time she said it, I'm like, oh, there's another one. There's another one. I think that's endemic of teachers overall. If a teacher has a certain thing they say, kids will just. They would just count it. I, uh, Mr. Grossans in eighth grade said, go ahead a lot. When he was mm. giving instructions, he would say, and then you're going to go ahead and do this, and then you're going to go ahead and do that. It was a lot. And then um, Mr. Folo <laughs> would say, what's that? 
a lot. <laughs> I remember there was a song about that. Yeah. I don't know that I have a phrase that I say quite often, but I did have a group of students who kept a like n- piece of paper mm-hmm. where they would write down Mr. B quotes. Okay. And they keep it in my desk. And when they came into class, they like take it out of my desk <laughs> so they could keep the quotes going because they thought I needed to publish them or something because oh, like, yeah, yeah. they thought they were, you know, funny that, that good, or something. Eh? Yeah. Ron so. Pompeo. How many times did you say that on this episode? <laughs> uh, Ron Pompey. Yes. I said it quite a number of times. So good job there. Good job there. Wonderful. And we're keeping it in because this is not a high quality podcast. This, this no. is like the, the McDonald's sausage patty <laughs> of, of podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. Maybe we should change it to... From the hour to the McDonald's Sausage Patty podcast. Ooh. We might get a bunch of listeners. Actually, right before I got here, the Moth Radio Hour came on. Oh, did it? Yeah, that's very, very convenient. Excellent. So anyway, how Mm -hmm. was your week? Well, Well. as you can see, we have some co-hosts with us. They're very quiet. (laughs) There's 54 of them. Ooh. Our (laughs) our listeners cannot see anything. They cannot see anything. Well, I... Well... They might be able to see just not what we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, they're not. Well, they might be blind. <laughs> I don't know all of our listeners. We apparently have a number because I've been watching our downloads and they keep getting larger. Somebody's at Somebody's least downloading. Downloading, so, downloading but not listening. Maybe it's a friend who wants to do us a favor but just, doesn't want to listen to it but is downloading it. They're downloading week. on like three different devices. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, so this week... I got my order from the peach truck. Oh, we've been pre-anticipating this peach truck order for a long time. So you they they pack them on the truck and then they drive straight from Georgia to here, Mm -hmm. and you go up and they give you a box of twenty five pounds of peaches. I also got two bags of fresh pecans. Oh, nice! Which are delicious. I'm just eating them right out of the bag. Yeah, like don't even know what to do. Are they salty? They're not. They're just like plain pecans. Nothing on them. Can you put salt on them? You could. Yes. You could candy them. Yeah. Oh, no, it's good. I know Becky it's does, good. Becky does it, so she candies them and then puts them on cinnamon rolls. I don't like sweet nuts. Uh, or sweet meat. We know that already. <laughs> I feel like there's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so they're not ready yet, and you have to, like, put them out on, like, a table to cure, quote, unquote. Uh, and so <laughs> right next to us where we're recording is my collection of 54 peaches and they're all very very nicely arranged uh, they're so i did it just as they said put them down so they don't like get mushy they're like their... the point the the stem part is down yep. and the point is up. point is up i'm kind of disappointed that you didn't put the crack going in, in the same direction for oh so that all the cracks were looking at us yeah they're still very hard they're not yep. right right so yet, you have they? to wait uh three four days okay five days yeah you know however long so we're gonna give i'm gonna give some of these away because yeah. obviously I can't eat 54 peaches before they go bad. I'll take the one that I just touched. That's fine with okay. me. Now, you can have a few extra if you'd like. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to give some away to friends. Uh, going to make some cobblers. Mm-hmm. Going to make a peach bread pudding, which is good. But my favorite part of it is the caramel sauce that I make for it. Yes. Have you ever had a bread pudding? I have. Okay. I narrowed my eyes at you because I didn't. I don't. I've never met anyone else who likes bread pudding. Oh, I love bread pudding. Really? Oh, I've I've had a long standing. So when we go to Disney World, mm-hmm. we have this restaurant called Ohana, and it's like family style, but they bring it to you, yeah. and it's all like cooked meats on skewers. Basically, they have like a big fire in the middle, and when I say skewers, they're like you know four feet long skewers, yeah. and they come to your table with this four foot long skewer of meat, and they like 
pull it off the skewer right onto your plate. That sounds nice. And it's it's a buffet basically, but they come to you with the meat, so it's as much as you want. It's like a it's like a Brazilian. Uh, yeah. Well, it, kind place. of, but it's it's Polynesian um, themed, so it's all like, you know, it's got kind of like pineapple-y, sure, you know, that kind of flavor to it. And so they do a peach, uh, not peach, a, a bread pudding for dessert. Mm-hmm. It's a banana bread pudding. Sounds great. Uh, and it's the only banana thing that my wife will eat. She really? Hate, she hates bananas, will not eat them, won't even eat my banana bread, which is more of a cake. And I would argue not anything like eating a banana. There's a I mean, joke in here, but I... <laughs> it's with your sweet meat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she will eat that. And it comes with a delicious caramel sauce. You drizzle over the top, a little ice cream. That's all you can eat as well. Yeah. So Oof. it's very good. So I love bread pudding. It's delicious. So when I make it... So, I've I've never heard it referred to as bread pudding. Oh, really? With the G, it's always been oh, bread, bread pudding. pudding. Yeah, bread pudding. Well, because it's a, it's a southern thing, I think. Right? Yeah, I don't. Uh, actually, I think they're like, I think that kind of thing may originate in like England. Really? Yeah. Oh, bread pudding. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's so it's like pudding, but not pudding. Yeah. Put yeah, exactly. Pudding, pudding as pudding. in dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I have all my peaches. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, Today they're doing a the block party for the subdivision. Oh yeah, are you yeah, going? We're, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Going to mingle with a bunch of neighbors who who knows who they are. Because um, well, actually, I know a few from the flags that they have in their porches. Ugh. Don't want to see them. Seems like the HOA wouldn't allow flags uh, of any sort. I don't think they have anything on about flags. They have a thing about signs. Mm-hmm. And this year, basically, everyone ignored the sign thing because there were a lot of political signs in yards. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. like, we're, <laughs> we're not letting this happen again. Right. They're very focused. On, I think those ones were actually fine. It's like permanent signs, and they have to be, like, lit. Like, lit. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Um, no poor people signs here. You have to run electricity. <laughs> yes. You know, well, <laughs> you can get a solar but those are like $15 just to light a sign. No, oh, you know, to make sure the HOA doesn't bother you. You got to get that lit sign. The sign is lit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're doing that. They've got a food truck out there. Apparently, we get like a ticket so we can get a free thing at the food truck. Um, are you not? I don't think. Uh, my wife said it's the same food truck from last year, and she wasn't impressed. Like, the thing that you get for free is not impressive, and then anything else you have to buy. Do you have your ticket? I'll take it. No, you have to go, like, get it from the people. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, but yeah they've been driving up and down the path behind our house which you saw when you got here like a car just like traveling down it was like a uh, it was a Kia Rio or something yeah so flying down there (laughs) they still make those I I don't think so that car was very old it did look pretty old I wouldn't think the HOA would allow a car that old in your neighborhood we have restrictions on what we can park in our driveways no boats no boats no No campers yeah yeah Put those somewhere else. Um, so yeah, that's going on, and then I'm. It's getting close to the end of the summer. It I've is. Got, I've got three weeks left until my PD starts, where I have to go into the class or into the school every day to sit in useless meetings. It's stupid. Personal development. Personal development. Yes. Yep. So we do that for two weeks, uh, and then school starts. So five weeks till school starts. Four weeks for my daughter, because she starts before I do. The younger one. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I've got like my list of things I need to get done before summer okay. is over. And I I mean I should have started the list in June, but I just didn't feel like it. 
<laughs> so instead, I made it like two days ago. Perfect. Yeah. As long as it's it is you know specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time based, then you're good. Sparkles. Yeah. Oh, well, so it's like very specific. It's like I need to fix the trim board that's rotting away out here. Oh yeah. And and I bought those yesterday while I was at Lowe's. So I just have to cut them, pull the other ones off, nail them up, caulk and paint. Caulk. Uh, so I got that on there. I've been thinking. So I have a lot of movies. You've seen the cabinet next to my TV. We've got a lot, of, a lot, a lot of, of DVDs, Blu-rays, got some 4Ks VHSs. in there. Uh, so I do have VHSs. Those yeah. are in the box in the closet behind me. <laughs> um, most of them are. I need to get rid of them, but they're, they're hard to get rid of. Like I don't want to just throw them away. And I went to like one of these e-recycle events, and they're like, "We'll take them. We incinerate them." And I was like, "That doesn't sound good for the environment." I could incinerate. Yeah, them in my own backyard. <laughs> I got a thing. Yeah, you get a barrel. I'm sure the HOA wouldn't mind. <laughs> A burn barrel in the yeah. backyard. <laughs> I could start, you know, collecting from the whole neighborhood. Yeah, put, um, it, put it right next to your uh, rusted out car that you've yeah. had for decades. <laughs> I'll put it on top of my RV that's in the, the driveway. <laughs> it's okay. I only make meth. It'll, it'll cover the meth smell. Yeah, I mean, it's good. No, I'm kidding. Um, and so, like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I still need to do. I mean, I'm not going to get it all done before the school year starts. That's not going to happen. But I can do things throughout the year. So it's not attainable. Well, I didn't set a, it must be done by the end of the school year. Oh, okay. I just put made a list of these are the things that need to get worked so on. So it's also not time-based. These are not good goals. I mean, they're time-based in it that this is a task that needs, they're task-based. I'm just fucking with you. Fuck you. This <laughs> is the work stuff. Yeah, no, I know the, what do they call them, smart or something yeah. like that? Specific, measurable, yeah. yeah. I, I know that. Uh, this is just a list. Uh, as they would say in the olden days, a honey-do list. A honey-do right? honey list. Yeah. Obviously not, because my wife did not have any input on this list at this all. This is honey-do-it-yourself. Yeah, this is I'm doing it. Honey-do me. Or no. That's a different list. That's yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a different list. <laughs> uh, so I've got this list of things that I want to start working on, because I took most of the summer and just you know, didn't do too much. Did little things here and there, but nothing. You relaxed. You were on vacation. Yeah. Uh, it was a long, COVID has been a long long eight years yeah but one of the things i've been thinking about is the dvds right the dvds the dvds yeah uh i have a lot of them i have more than i thought uh and a friend of ours has a plex account and plex is a thing where you can like stream movies yeah whatever um and so he digitized his movies okay and i was like oh maybe i should digitize my movies then i can store them in a box and free up some storage space Throw your movies in a box. Exactly. You're not going to get rid of your movies. No, because you digitize them. Yeah, because if the drive fails, then I've lost all those movies if I get rid of them. Yeah. Okay. And they don't take up a ton of space, but I could store them in a better way. Like right now, I have to store them so that I can see them all, right? Right. If I put them in a box where I can't see them all, that's not a big deal. Or if I put them in like a multi layered shelf to save some space. Oh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter because they're all digital. I'm just keeping them in case of need, right? Sure. So I was considering that. Uh, and so I was looking and I was like, oh, I think I got enough space on my server thing that I've got that I could probably could do about 150 movies. That should be. That's a lot of movies. Yeah, it seems like. Fun. So then my wife was like, I don't know if that's enough space. And I was like, we don't have more than 150 movies. So I went and counted. And I was like, fuck, we got 250. And that's not even counting the series. But then I was like, wait, I don't need to digitize all these. Uh, if they're a Disney movie, I don't need to digitize them. They're on Disney Plus. 
So I can not do... Yeah, but what if Disney Plus goes away or you stop... Disney Plus... All right, first, Disney Plus is not going to go away because uh-huh. they make so much money on their premiere access for new movies. Yeah. Like the the Black Widow movie that just came out. Right. They made like, I don't know, like $80 billion or something on it in Jesus. theaters, but then made an additional like $40 billion Billion or million? Billion with a B. They made billions, forty billion. I don't. I don't remember the exact. It's billion. Whatever it is, it's, it's in the billions B. with a B. Yes. Wow. On the s- premiere access, Jeez. and for Disney, if they're if it's in a movie theater, they have to share that with the movie theater company. Right. But f- if they're buying it on Disney Plus, they get a hundred percent of that money. That's true because they get all the money back. So, like, they probably made almost as much from the premiere access as they did from the movie theater release well, of this. You know you can't trust Disney to keep a keep movies out because remember when back in the day uh-huh. when they were coming out with a re-release of Aladdin or whatever, uh-huh. they would have a they would stop selling the VHS for like six mm, months yeah, or a year the before vault, it came out. Right? Yeah. yeah. Re-release in theaters, they wouldn't mm-hmm. sell it. Limited edition would come out. Yeah. So you couldn't always buy the VHSs or the it's, DVDs. It's like the matter. um the Song of the South. They put that in the the Ron Pompey uh, casket and they just buried that one deep <laughs> they julian sliced it Ew. yeah well i mean i guess that is a concern like some of these older things yeah they, they've they put those disclaimers on them right so like uh, dumbo oh they're like yeah we got a character in here named jim crow not appropriate anymore yikes yeah and so there was talk of them editing that part out yeah uh, but then instead they decided to do the disclaimer thing so i was just watching uh my daughter and I watched the first part of the original Aladdin, uh-huh. and it had a disclaimer. Really, in the beginning of that, yeah. What was their disclaimer? So like, it was. It said that they're leaving these things in, but I think it was. It was talking about being. So, there's a whole, you know, there's a whole. That's a whole page of reading, and I think mm-hmm. it's just about, um, oh gosh, like being insensitive to other cultures or like cultural references that aren't appropriate. Hmm. now i'm curious like i'm trying to think through the references of aladdin and like you know for something like i said with like dumbo it like jumps out like yeah you know what the problem is with a lot of those like lady and the tramp they've got the siamese cats right yeah like very clear and i'm trying to think with aladdin what's so i think with aladdin it was it was more about having the the middle eastern stereotypes in there the like the thief and mm. the chopping off of hands and, and telling the daughter what to do and yeah um and know. then like the the veils over the faces weren't really accurate or anything so okay like, yeah they do that one bit okay i can yeah. see that i'm just curious like because a lot of times those disclaimers seem very vague yeah uh, they're like oh there's some things in here like i feel like if you're trying to educate maybe specifically saying this specific thing references this and it, like being more specific about what the problem is with it right. is more educational. It can help people identify another thing so that when someone says, yeah, we're not going to show this anymore because it's insensitive, they go, oh, I understand why it's insensitive, other than saying this is insensitive. And then they go, well, I don't see what the problem is. You yeah. know? Like I saw a bumper sticker y- yesterday that said, um, if you can take a dick, you can take a joke. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know either. But uh, I mean, I guess that's why homophobic people don't like it. If you joke about them being gay, because they can't take a sure. George joke. So with the Disney movies, the old ones, mm-hmm. they have to put a disclaimer in front of everyone because yeah. it says it'll say um, Walt Disney himself used the hard R N word 176 times during the making of this film, yeah. and so they have to put that disclaimer in for all of them. And on Mary Poppins, you know, they have to apologize for all the chimney sweeps out there. 
Well, Germany, sweet Mary Bollins. It's insensitive to the British culture. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, if you're insensitive to the British culture... Hello. Uh, you can email us <laughs> at thehourpod at gmail.com. Send us an email, do. Or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod, do. Or, or tweet us at the hour. <laughs> British. British. Online. Uh, TikTok. Hmm. Twitter, whatever. Uh, the writing British is B R I apostrophe I S H, and I love it. British, British, British. There's a little stop mm. there. Indeed. My, our British accent is much better than Australian accent. Much, much better. We probably hear it more. We probably do. Yeah. I need to watch more Australian movies. The Australians doing very well in the swimming. Is that right? In the Olympics. Is that right? Watching about, watch the, uh, the women, I'm going to put this in quote unquote, skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, because the gold medalist is 13. I don't think oh. I would qualify her as a woman. It's, yeah. It's a girl. So, yeah. She's, she is a child. Huh. She is still in middle school and she has a gold medal. Actually, the, the silver medal also went to a 13-year-old and the bronze medal went to a 16-year-old. Their combined ages were like 41. Wow. That's crazy. So, okay. So they're going to be in the Olympics for Oh, yes. A for a very long time. Yeah. yeah it was a, a Japanese girl for the gold, a Brazilian girl for the silver and another japanese girl for the um bronze interesting i wonder if that has to do with your your weight to strength ratio i don't know when you're you're that young as a as a woman i don't know no idea no idea don't Uh, know the science of it the americans didn't do well in the uh skateboarding i saw a thing on twitter that it was like well what do you expect when you only send the people who can pass drug tests (laughs) it's true there you go so i saw all i it was a video online and we were making fun of trampolining Mm-hmm, uh, last mm-hmm. week or two weeks ago, it was, it was. It said when you're the cameraman for trampolining, it's literally the cameraman is just the camera's <laughs> just going up and down, up and down. Nice, nice. <laughs> uh, we were watching the gymnastics as well. We haven't. We're, we're behind. We tape all of it, and we're slowly getting through. Um, and they were doing the qualifiers, and I know from Twitter that there's a lot of stuff about Simone Biles. Uh, she stepped out. Like yeah. I know what happened. I don't know who got gold and all that kind of stuff, but right. I know that happened. And so watching her on the qualifiers, she's made some very big mistakes, mm. like completely outside of the bounds kind of thing. Uncharacteristic of her. Yeah. And still was getting the highest score. Really? Like she was like, she. they were doing the floor routine and like you can step out of bounds, right? And then after you step out of bounds, there's like a, a ledge sort of a thing. Yeah. She was off of that. Oh. Like she was like so far out of bounds that like it was crazy. And she still got the highest fucking score. Wow. It's crazy. But anyway. The Olympics, I love them. I've become a big fan of three by three basketball. Really? Yeah, it's so fast paced. It's like an eight minute game, uh-huh. and they're like constantly. They've got twelve minutes possession, like on the shoot clock or shot clock. Twelve they've seconds. Got, they have twelve seconds once they get the ball. That's a, that's not a lot. And they then it goes to, to the other team. So it's like twelve seconds, twelve seconds, twelve seconds, twelve seconds, like the whole time. It's so fast. Yeah. So they had to put the shot clock on so that they would shoot the flipping ball. Yeah. <laughs> watch the the well didn't wa- like watch it in fast forward mm-hmm. just the regular ba- basketball men's basketball yeah uh the french beat the shit out of the americans so really yeah beat them by like seven points so i know for the hockey the the nhl doesn't allow their players to play in mm-hmm. the hockey they had so that's really someone, bad for canada and usa 
I think I don't think that's the same for basketball though, because okay. I remember back in like the '90s, didn't they have like Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson, like the, the whole the dream team? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and I seem to remember I didn't hear all the names because I was mostly in fast forward, but I remember hearing a name and I was like, I've heard that name before. So yeah, I don't know. It was the announcer, Hakeem Olajuwon. You've heard of him. I'm, I'm surprised that uh, you let me talk about sports this long. I, I was surprised you're talking about sports. So the only I I've, love I've the Olympics. Maybe I, three events. I saw. I watched handball because okay. I've never seen handball before. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. It's uh, it's a combination between hockey and basketball. Cool. I think Sounds I would. Cool. I think I'd like to play play handball. Seems like a very high intensity sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched uh, um, archery. Archery. Did you see the like final for the women's? I did. Oh, okay. This was a a team archery. Yeah. And so it was like uh, it wasn't specifically men women. Yeah. Because okay. like it was like the. Dutch or something. It was a guy and a girl, and then it was like Koreans. And it was two guys. Yeah. So the Koreans, South Koreans, always have won the the women's archery for the past I don't know mm-hmm. million years or whatever, and that was interesting. But their faces they make, their their <laughs> mouths. It'd be really funny to like Photoshop out the the string, and they'd just be sitting there with their weird looking mouths with the string. The, not the string, the, you mm-hmm. know the yeah whatever they call it. There's some cool things. Uh, the Philippines won their first gold medal. Ever. Oh, the weightlifter, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was pretty cool. Uh, and then in swimming, Tunisia, uh, this 18-year-old guy, won gold in, I can't remember which, like 400, 200, whatever yeah. it was. But he won. He barely made it into the finals. He came in like eighth. And they cut it off at nine. Oh. So like he barely made it in and then won the gold medal. Interesting. It was really cool. It's like the first time like in like 30 years or something that they got a gold medal. So it was very exciting. Let me ask you this. So mm-hmm. I watched um, Olympics growing up. Mm-hmm. Do you know the name Dan Jansen? Mm, not off the top of my head. I don't know why I remember his name. He was a, a, a speed skater for the United States. Okay. He won a bunch of medals, I think. Oh, okay. I Wait, know. is he the one with like a long crinkly hair? I don't know about the know. crinkles. Maybe I'm thinking, I don't know. Look kind of like carrot top. I like more of a, a curly fry hair. I bet if you showed me, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that guy. Really? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. I'm but, not as big of a fan of a, uh, Winter Olympics, though. I So I prefer Winter over Summer oh, Olympics. I prefer Summer Olympics. I don't know. We got really invested in the Winter Olympics with the, like, you ski and then you shoot and then you ski. Oh, what is yeah. that called? I don't know. It was like weirdly... It's entertaining not, for it's us. not skeleton but it's one of those yeah. like weird it doesn't describe yeah. what the event is because yeah. <laughs> some of it's like cross-country skiing okay yeah. i know what that is yeah. skeleton what the fuck is that oh they go down head first yeah. okay oh Maybe. yeah yeah yeah. And, uh, like a it's like luge but head first <laughs> yeah like, because it, you might end up a skeleton exactly, exactly. You're, gonna, you're gonna be in the rom pompey uh, casket with it <laughs> It's dual seater. The javelin uh, is called impaled sometimes. <laughs> it also Julian javelins. <laughs> very, very good. It's going to be a long episode. It is. We've gone 35 minutes on the, right. the freaking Olympics. Good. Well, let's rifle through these. Uh... All right. Well, I got some updates. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, in episode 156, the Tooth Fairy's vagina, Ooh. Jeff mentioned hey, the price is right. Yes. And I did catch an episode. Just use the keyboard. Oh, yeah. Uh, Drew Carey does look weird. Right. Like, he looks like a homeless man. With, <laughs> oh, I don't know right. what was going on. Uh, and also, the new set is horrible. It looks like a cheap cruise ship. It's like they want to be the the carnival cruise of game shows. Oh, I didn't even. Ugh. Oh, because it used to be like that retro. Set yeah, thing. yeah. I, I mean, I'm, at the time, like the '60s or whenever they designed it. Yeah, that was probably like the cruise ship version. But as you got older, it was like, oh, it's retro. Right. But now it looks like you know, it looks like the inside of a limousine. 
you know, where they're trying to make it classy, yeah. but it just looks cheap and gaudy. So Interesting. I wonder if they set that up in front of the other set or if it's just a brand new set. They tore everything else I think it's a brand new set because even like the podiums that they stand in front of during the Showcase Showdown uh, has that look to it. So Weird. Okay. Yeah. Don't like it. Don't yeah. like it. Uh, we are also guessing Abraham Lincoln's age. And I said, wait, what did I say? And you said, ah, we'll figure it out next week. Uh, I guessed 52 and he was 54. Oh, so not bad. Under Price is Right terms, I get both showcases. So you wanted to kill Abraham Lincoln before he died. Uh, no, I was just guessing how old he was. Okay. Uh, Jeff also insisted that I looked up the father and grandfather regarding, you know, I said that that can possibly be his great grandfather yeah. because it's like 200 years. Right. So I looked it up. Uh, so Lincoln's dad was Thomas Lincoln, born in 1778. His grandfather was Captain Abraham Lincoln, oh. born in 1744. His great-grandfather was John Lincoln, born in 1716. His great-great-grandfather was Mordecai Lincoln II. Mordecai. Wow. Born, born in 1686. His great-great-great-great-great-great-granddad was Mordecai Lincoln I, born in 1657, and his great-great-great-great-grandfather was Samuel Lincoln, born in 1622. So, like I said, there's a number of greats in there. Wow. So so it wasn't just a great-grandfather. No, it was a great It was one of the greats. Yes, it was the greatest. And I had a great-grandfather. Look, he's totally great, okay? Perfect grandfather. (laughs) I got some corrections also from episode 156, The Tooth Fairy's Vagina. Mm -hmm. Uh, I said that I thought that there were no fans in the stands at the Olympics. I was correct, sort of, though I've seen some people in the stands. Like during skateboarding, there were some people in the stands. I was like, how the fuck did these people get there? They snuck in. I guess. They had the Brazil flag. You'd think if they snuck in, though, like there's no one else. There's like five people with a Brazil flag. You'd think someone would be like, get out of here. (laughs) There's only five of them. Um, Jeff also... Oh, no. And one other thing we were like joking about how dumb drones are. Yeah. And they did use drones during the opening ceremonies. Oh, yeah. It was freaking awesome. It looked great. It looked so cool. I was like, what is that? Uh, Jeff thought that he could name all restaurants and we did it. And to recap, I said we could do 30. He said we could do all. We ended up doing 33. I win the showcase show kind of again. (laughs) Um, We also were talking about that place in Canton near Targets that just says hamburgers. Yeah. restaurant it actually has a name it's called angie's burgers okay so who knew? how much do you think their burgers cost uh not a lot because you can get like a pack of like 20 yeah like they have like a catering oh, they're like or something. Little uh i don't think so i think they're like regular okay like, i think they're like mcdonald's size okay like uh and it was like i don't know like 17 dollars for oh. a, so it would seem reasonable one dollar drew i <laughs> one dollar i feel like if your stand just says hamburgers if you have a shitty hamburger, like you can't stay in business, right? No, they've so, been in business for a long time. It just said hamburgers there, probably since the forties. Um, I made a joke that about Olympic trampolining and that it started because of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. It actually began in two thousand, so I feel it's a plausible explanation. It's plausible, yeah. Yeah, they watched it and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's do trampolining." Yeah, be like Joan of Arc. Uh, Jeff also was thinking when we were talking about the Big Bird thing. He's like, "Oh, it wasn't the original Big Bird in the the suit?" Yeah. Uh, well, he's dead. Okay. He, oh, I think I think I knew that. But uh, his name was Carol Spinney. He started Big Bird in 1969, so he's nice. the original Big Bird. Uh, he was doing it full time until 2015 when he started doing it part time, so they could chain the replacement, and then retired in 2019. He did Big Bird for 50 years. Wow. And then in December 2019, he passed away. Wow. Imagine training. You're a new guy, mm-hmm. and he's training the replacement for like. It's hard to do a job. So usually if you get a new job, 
anything that goes wrong, you blame the last guy. Oh, you know, the guy you that left. You can't blame the last guy. You can't blame the last guy. You did for 50 years. And you can't live up. He is Big Bird. You can't fill those uh, bird feet. Here's what I'll say. I've seen, say shoes, but. I've seen an episode of Sesame Street since he's no longer doing Big Bird. Mm-hmm. Big Bird's fine. It, it is, However, it great. the new Kermit is shit. Whoever's doing Kermit now is horrible. Really? Awful. Can't stand him. Well, you know what they say. It's not easy being great. No. Apparently it's not easy to be Kermit either. <laughs> or being the CEO of a uh, tobacco company. Really? Uh, Ron Pompeo. No. <laughs> Jacket Olkazak. <laughs> now, Jacket. Ja- you said jacket. No, I said jacket. Okay. The T is. It's, it's like when uh, people in Australia say pizza. They had er at the end. Pizza. Pizza. Hey, new pizza oven. See? There's oh, pizza. yeah. Yeah. Tell me where the talking llama is, or I will burn your house to the ground. Well, which is it? That's very. Uh, so, anyway, he's the CEO of tobacco giant Philip Morris International. I thought Philip Morris was CEO of Philip Morris International. Uh, I think he's in. <laughs> I think he's dead. He died of smoking. Oh, got, died got, of smoking. He got lung cancer. No. Oh. Um, yeah, he was in Ron Pompeo's uh, <laughs> casket. Smoking. He ran out of air. Um, anyway, he said in an interview with the Daily Mail that the UK government should ban cigarettes in the next 10 years, adding, The sooner it happens, the better it is for everyone. Is he British? I don't know. No. It's international. He's talking about the UK, so I'm... I'm making assumptions. Okay. I'm going to, I think his last name is Olczak. 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 I don't know. Olczakazaki said Philip Norris's focus these days was on smoke free alternatives such as e cigarettes and similar devices which do not produce secondhand smoke. So that's okay. All right. Here's the thing. So you're sitting here saying that the government should ban your product and that it'd be better for everyone. Why don't you just stop making your product? That would be nice. Like, why are you waiting? If right. you think that's the thing to do, like, like if I'm sitting here and I'm like, the sooner everyone shits in the toilet, the better. But while we're waiting, I'm going to shit my pants. Let's continue to shit our pants as yeah, no, we've done just, for the past two exactly. years. Exactly. No, like, change it. If that's what you want, stop doing it. Don't wait for someone to tell you. Isn't that the whole thing? Like, government should tell me what to do. Businesses should make the choice. Well, fucking make the choice. Right. I mean, if you're already focusing, I mean, you're focusing on e-cigarettes. It's not like you're putting the company out of business and you think the government should do it anyway. Make the shift now. Say we are only focusing on e-cigarettes now. Do it now. Yeah. Just do it. I agree. Yeah. Like the Olympics and Nike. Yeah. Uh, the move could mean the end of the flagship Marlboro brand in England. Oh, is is Marlboro a flagship brand in England? Apparently I for Philip Morris. Cowboy killers. Uh, you remember the Marlboro cowboy on uh 94 i do it yeah. was yeah he was there for a long time Iconic. right near the airport yeah i remember that, passing it when i go to my grandparents house down there that and the utero tire oh yeah it used to be a ferris wheel ah, nice but not like it was a ferris wheel and then they put a tire around it it was a tire themed ferris wheel that sounds okay it's crazy big it'd be uh scary if it would roll away <laughs> it is it would be yeah. just run over everything you know when they hit uh they hit the off button it would come screeching to a halt the first choice for consumers is they should quit smoking, he said. But if they don't, the second best choice is to let them switch to the better alternatives. Also not a good alternative. Like, hey, we're going to stop shitting our pants. Why don't you just shit on the floor instead of the toilet? 
I mean, at least you don't have to wipe it all out of your ass crack. Or out of Ron Pompeo's casket. That's true. It's so easy to clean, though. <laughs> she said it and forget it. All respect to his family, really. <laughs> Indeed. We'll send, we'll send Julian Price. Uh, the company earlier this month announced a plan to buy British pharmaceutical company Vectra Group for $1.2 billion, uh, which focuses on inhaled medicines. Oh, so they so, want to. There's, they're still focusing on the lungs. They're trying to get some synergy there between, you know, inhaled medicine and e-cigarettes. <laughs> I didn't think I had to make that step. Okay, um, you thought they would. Our listeners would, but pick I pick up the context. I was looking like, like okay, go on. So the the Philip Morris brand is not about tobacco anymore. They're just talk. They just want to be in your lungs. They do. They want to yeah. be in your lungs any way they can get in there. Yeah. Um. You know, whether it's... You'll love Philip Morris's new drowning <laughs> with Philip Morris tobacco water. <laughs> Our new drink is called Down the Wrong Pipe. <laughs> yeah, they uh, they harvest spittoon water. Oh, they've got gross. A, they've got a time machine. They go back in time. <laughs> <laughs> the announcement met opposition from some lawmakers and anti-smoking groups. Uh, the UK has actually unveiled a roadmap to make the country smoke-free. Sorry, smoke-free. By... 2030. So this seems to line up with the the uh, the cars, the electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's like everyone's everyone's twenty by 2030. We're going to be smoke free. We'll be electric car. It's it's going to be a utopia in 2030. I think because no more emissions, um, people won't be allowed to fart anymore. I will say, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> They're trying to ban you from farting. You need to fart as much as you can. Jokes on them. You want to fart more? Eat, be a vegetarian. That's true. All that decomposing, you know, lettuce makes the farts. <laughs> Another TikTok I saw. <laughs> sorry, I'm so sorry. This is this guy? He's like, this is my daily meal, and he was like showing showing people how to make it, and it had broccoli and Brussels sprouts and cauliflower and asparagus, <laughs> <laughs> and he like put something else on it, and then one of the comments was like, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over the sound of my own farting. <laughs> that I got from this. I, I assume you wouldn't be able to hear him because you'd like pass out at the smell of his fart. Oh, jeez. Then yeah. you piss yourself and then smell like asparagus pee. Oh, you just all kinds of smells yeah, going on. Lots of smells. Weird world. Weird world. So Philip Morris International does not sell or market combustible cigarettes in the U.S. That's good to know. I didn't know yeah. that. Well, they still sell them. They just not through Philip Morris. Oh, Altria, a separate company following a 2008 corporate spin, markets Marlboro and other brands in the United States. So they still make the Marlboros. They just they put it through another company. It's like you know when Comcast changed to Xfinity. Oh, yeah. It's like we know who you are. We want to improve our customer image. Our, our yeah, our image. Like yeah. then why don't you stop being dicks? Yeah. Instead they're like, no, we were watching Scooby Doo. We'll just wear a mask. <laughs> Rare. Those pesky kids are out here pulling the mask on. Them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, speaking of the internet. Oh, yes. Google says that sugar dating, sorry, sugar dating apps will no longer be allowed on the Android Play Store starting on September 1st. So that's next month. It is. You got one month left with sugar dating. (laughs) Get get your sugar dates in. I'm sure Americans are very good at sugar dating. They get those big gulps. Yeah. Those donuts. Mm. Those both sound really good right now. (laughs) The change specifically prohibits apps relating to compensated sexual relationships. So that is prostitution. So, okay. 
what is the relationship but prostitution? Here's what, he, Hear me out. Go on. Hear me out. So a prostitute sells her body for money. Are you calling my wife a whore? Wouldn't be the first time. Actually, I believe that would make me the whore since she's, you know. Yeah. So you sell your, your body for money. Okay. Yeah. So do you not also sell your body for money in other ways, such as going to work? Especially with I'm not selling my body at job. work. I'm selling my labor. Through your body I, and through your mind, which is also a part of your body. But I still have my bodily autonomy. Like, So why is it different? But Does, I would say you're closer when you talk about maybe manual labor kind of stuff. Yeah. So why is it different to your sell your, your mouth... Your vagina, Jason, or the beehole. <laughs> Why is that different than selling your arms and legs? And mm, I don't know. More exploitable. Uh, okay. Yeah, I get that. I mean, it could be more like power dynamics, exploitation. Sure. Um, I mean, you don't often hear of like human trafficking to have you work at a coal mine. Well, not in the United States, you know. Although there's different human trafficking because if they're the only only place you can work in, you know, all of West Virginia, then you kind of have to work there. So the other thing is, okay, so I was kind of going on this uh, tangent before. Mm-hmm. So why did you get married? Not to Becky specifically, but why did you get married in general? Um, I mean, there's lots of benefits. Benefits? Yeah, I mean, one tax reasons are very helpful mm-hmm. Two, if i'm in a hospital for example then i you know she can come visit me we're married yeah. i don't need to give special permission no one can bar her out of that because we're in that kind of relationship um it's also mm, i don't i don't say, i don't know it's a social norming kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. But not like I don't not saying that in like a bad way. Like, well, this is just what society tells you to do. But like, you know, it's just it proclaims to everyone that we are connected and in yeah. a serious, secure kind of situation. Like, I can't just piece the fuck out. There's a lot more involved. That's true. So you did mention love in there, which I'll give you a pass on it because <laughs> <laughs> I said not specifically for Becky, right? Yeah. So because you, you you were not asking about. That you were asking about, like, why did you what, marry Becky? You're saying, what's yeah. the point of marriage? Right. Which, like, love, you can be in love without being married. That's but true. all the things I listed, and you must be married to have. A lot of people don't know this. You can be married without being in love. Exactly. I don't know if you so, that. So that's why I did not mention it. Obviously, having been together for like 20 whatever years. Sure. Uh, if, if there was not love involved, we would not be continuing that. Right. And would you also say that sex is a necessary part of a marriage? Uh, I mean, if the. If the assumption is you can't do that anywhere else, then yes. There are some marriages, like open relationship kind of things, where they're like, yeah, that's – if you want to go fiddle with someone else, that's fine. I would say in that situation, maybe not required. Okay, yeah. Because you're you're looking for, like, long-term companionship and whatever. Um, And, I like, I guess if you're, like, two asexual people who care about each other but also don't really want – that kind of like so i don't think it's i would say it's not necessary in some cases but often in most cases yes right but in your situation it probably is so what i'm getting at is that sex is a requirement of marriage okay and you get married because there are tax benefits and you can 
there are benefits to like. So you're trying to say that see uh, them in the hospital. We're so whores. It's it's another. It everything is prostitution. Everything you get something for something else is what I'm saying. Mm, I suppose, but that's also like saying that all crime is theft. Uh, could be. Every single crime is just theft. Murder is a theft of you, life. You stole their life. Yeah, no, seriously. But yeah, you're just taking something from somebody else. Yeah. I mean, sure. conning is you're stealing their security and you're mm-hmm. stealing truth. Yeah. Yeah. So everything. So I mean, like, okay. Stabbing is you're stealing their but uh, I would argue, skin. I would argue that flattens it too much and doesn't provide nuance and sure. Yeah. yeah so I so I would say no. <laughs> so every so for me, every relationship is a sugar relationship because you are in a relationship to get something out of it. No. So here's what here's how I will argue against you on this one. Okay. Because uh, if every relationship is that, uh-huh. then there'd be no difference th- between my relationship and a relationship where someone is like specifically buying fancy things for you all the time. Because that's not what's happening with my relationship. No, I'm saying there's literally no difference between no, no, your there, relationship no, and that kind of. There's a huge difference because like we aren't together because she's buying me things or I'm buying her things. Whereas in one of these sugar relationships, that is the reason they are together. It's an old man who wants to be associated with a young lady or, you know, usually, usually there's a big age difference there. Yeah. Um, And so they're buying you things to keep you involved. Sure. So that is not what is happening in 90%, I would say, of relationships in the world. You've never heard of people breaking up or getting divorced because I'm not getting anything out of this relationship? No. no. Not, in, not in a monetary way, no. Oh. Well, not monetary. Like getting it's, anything out money, of this relationship as in like love and affection and caring and consideration. Love and affection and caring and consideration. That is the same that's as money. Different, no, it's that's different than buying someone. No, that is different than buying someone shoes in a nice car. It's, it, for me, it's not different it, because it's see, you're still but that's getting you're something out of it. You're flattening it. You're flattening into everything is exactly the same and everything isn't the same. Well, ironically, the a lot of the sugar daddy relationships you can't be flat because they need that. Many, uh, so well, they'll buy you some. None of these apps. That's true. None of the none of these apps explicitly say that older men are expected to compensate younger women for their affection, but many emphasize the wealth of men on their services. Exactly. Uh, Google Play Store policies already prohibit apps that promote services that may be interpreted as providing sexual acts in exchange for compensation. It's the sexual acts. It's it's the Christian uh, interpretation of what is moral and amoral and right and wrong. Yes, and I not a- immoral, not amoral. It's different. Amoral is no morals. Immoral is the opposite of moral. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all I'm saying is it's. Christian morality. We're all prostitutes. And sometimes our pay is money, and sometimes our pay is um, a car, and sometimes our pay is love and affection. Disagree. <laughs> uh, the update, updated wording, expands yes. this definition to explicitly include compensation, dating, or sexual arrangements where one participant is expected or implied to provide money, gifts, or financial support to another participant, quote-unquote, sugar dating. Google hasn't explicitly said why the apps are being banned now, but it comes amidst a crackdown on online sex work by platforms following the introduction of the FOSTA-SESTA legislation 
in the U.S. in 2018. I don't know what that is, but that sounds like a sex act to me. Well, it removes protection or Section 230 protections for content that promotes or facilitates prostitution. So it's literally a sex act. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Here's the thing. Have you ever known someone who is in one of these sugar daddy relationships? Yes. And you're saying that's exactly like my relationship with my wife. So what you're saying is that your relationship is more meaningful because you get like you get more more of those higher level functioning uh, emotional connections and and stuff. I, I'm saying. So you're saying that's the same as mine. Yeah, sure. Why not? False. Because yeah. No, it, there's no exchange in our culture right now. Your relationship has more meaning than these other relationships. I get that. It has more meaning. It's going to last longer. Blah, blah, blah. If that's what you want out of a relationship. Is it for it to last long till death do us part? Blah, blah, blah. I might be able to accept your argument if we go back 70 years. In that all marriages were sugar dating. Okay. At least of like, actually caveat, middle class, you know white society yeah wife stays home housewife that kind of thing you might be able to make that argument that i make the money and i pay for it because like you need your husband's permission to get a bank account and like those kind of things like you might be able to make the argument on that one i think maybe yeah better than more modern relationships but still i disagree okay well so what the what is the difference then between your marriage than say someone that marries for money. So that is more in a like uh, what was it? The was it Anna Nicole Smith who dated all the old guys? Oh yeah, yeah. That that's that. That's that. But yeah. it was marriage, so it's better than sugar no, it's, dating. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all, it's all for money. But don't you marry someone because you you think they might be successful? No, I don't think so. No, that, that's think a so. bad reason to marry somebody. Okay. No. Well, anyway, I wouldn't marry someone for that reason. Marriage is what brings us together. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. So, mm-hmm. we're here to help. We are. With your Always. relationship issues. Or other whether issues you're as a well. prostitute or you're a prostitute, because apparently there is no difference. <laughs> according to me you should write I, a book i'm being facetious i'm being i it's it i do feel that way but i know it's a, a crazy way to think i just am um also there's there's this thing that i have it, someone introduced me to it it's it's the feel it's the thing that is um you actually don't do nice things for other people to uh, be nice you do, you do nice it for yourself because it feels good nah. for yourself and that's that's exemplified by all the people that do like the YouTube videos or the the whatever videos where they're giving homeless people money or whatever. I, I gave this woman a hundred dollar tip at a mm, restaurant and it made her day yeah, or whatever, yeah. and he recorded a video. I fully don't believe that because doing nice things is just stressful and awful. <laughs> I do them anyway. I don't. I don't like the when you're in line at the drive-through oh. and someone pays for your stuff. I'm not paying for these people behind us. <laughs> it took so much longer. Because the person had to explain what was happening. Yeah. And I was like, I just need to get to work. Give me my friggin' McDonald's sausage patty. That's all I want. <laughs> I'm going to drive really fast and end up in Ron Pompey's casket because I died from speeding. 
Jeff, help me. You're gonna get Oh, okay. Why do adults stop having sleepover slumber parties? Uh, because they start to have sex. <laughs> Isn't that a sleepover slumber party? Uh, if sorry, yeah. no, no, that's a prostitution party. <laughs> sex feels good. That's prostitution. <laughs> the, the feel good part is the payment that you're getting for having sex. I'm going to disagree. I've had people stay over many times. As an adult. Not like that. In the guest say, room. No, no. I thought you were going to say, because I just said sex feels good. You're like, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, there there have been many times where we're all having a party or something, and someone's like, oh, I'm going to stay in the guest room. And I'm like, help yourself. Yeah. Totally fine. That's a sleepover. It's a slumber party. It's because you're drunk, uh, but it's a slumber party. I would say that a slumber party is where you all sleep in the same room. I think that's the slumber oh, party. Oh, like, like in a, what are they called? Sleeping bag. That's in a sleeping bag, yeah. People do those kind of things. They go camping together. That's a slumber party. Yeah, but it's camping. It's not a slumber party. It, you're sleeping over and it's camp- you're in a sleeping bag in a tent together. That's a slumber party. Last weekend when I was here and I drank four too many margaritas, uh-huh. and, and I only had four, I slept on your couch. You didn't sleep as well, no. but we had it. It was the mini slumber party in the it middle of the day. It's all in the room. Yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't eaten anything, and, and the margaritas were very strong. Mm. That's true. That's true. Jason. Oh. The tacos were very good, though. Oh, the burrilla tacos. Very tasty. Hey, boy, I know. Mm. I want to make them again. Indeed. So hard. Agreed. We should do, um, uh, what do you call it? The meat wrapped in the pastry. What is that? Like a meat pie? No, the big meat. <laughs> Roast. <laughs> oh, like a beef wellington? Beef wellington. Well, I've done a few called. of those. I've done a few of those. Have you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. All right. I just haven't found a recipe I like. Okay. Well, the the, the mushroom... Pate, I don't know what you call it, that you put around the beef. Uh-huh. I would not think I'd like yeah, that. Yeah. So Jason, uh-huh. how do I get rid of a stalker? Invite him to a slumber party. <laughs> Jeff, is there a mathematical question that's even easier than the famous one plus one? I think one plus zero probably would be easier. Zero plus zero? Yeah. Not as famous though, right? Not as famous. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know there were I didn't know there was mathematical things that were famous. One minus one? Two plus two is five. Is one plus one more or less famous than Pythagorean theorem? I I think it's probably more famous. Oh, is it? But it depends on if women want to date them uh, or not. What about than pi? I like a good pi. Okay. Jason, is it wrong for your parents to make you go to church if you're an open atheist? Um. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, being an open atheist and being a closed atheist are are yeah. the same. Are you in an atheist closet? In in the atheist well, I was for a while. Yeah. I didn't tell my mom I was atheist for a yeah. long time. Boy, that made her sad too. You atheist prostitute. When I told her that. <laughs> well, they always get sad because you're going to hell. Yeah. And I said, Mom, your idea of heaven isn't your perfect place. Wouldn't I be there anyway? Because that's your perfect place. Ooh. Can and you be in heaven no. if your son is in hell? And she said, no. Wouldn't and that be torment? You wouldn't be there with me in heaven. I was like, but that's your heaven. Would you punish your child forever? It's, I think some parents would. <laughs> I would not. So why would God? Exactly. None of it makes sense. Ugh. Anyway. Jeff. Wait, did I just ask the last one? Or did I did. You? Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. Jeff, why do people in shows like The Walking Dead even want to be alive? I don't want to. I barely want to live now. That's the thing. I. <laughs> that's so. I think the question is getting at, just kill yourself. 
Like, it's the apocalypse. Just kill let, yourself. Let the zombies get you? Yeah, just let the... Well, I wouldn't let a zombie get me. I'd, and th- that happened on the show, actually. Never seen it. So, uh, spoiler alert, if you've not seen the first episode... It's, it's on my desk that came, or on my watch list on Yeah, Netflix. it came out in 2014. And this is not actually a spoiler if you're going to watch it, but there's, there's, uh, they come across people that have killed themselves. Mm-hmm. They just come across their bodies or whatever. Yeah, well, so it's, I mean, it sucks. Better than getting eaten by a zombie alive, I guess. Better than that, exactly. Well, it's like, well, never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jason, mm-hmm. any, any men here sit in the twilight zone where they don't have enough facial hair to call it a beard, but just enough so it looks shitty and have to shave it? I mean,. That seems really personal, Jeff. Any men here? That's very personal, Jeff. I don't think so. Really? Do you have... I, you've never grown facial hair, right? You could grow a full uh, beard, couldn't you? Uh, So the first weeks of the pandemic, I probably didn't shave for about a month. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't say I was... I, I wouldn't say I had a beard. What What didn't connect about it? Uh, it, just like, didn't, it just didn't seem full. The mustache to the... Were there, there weren't... No, there was... I mean, everything was mostly connected. Okay. It, was, it just wasn't a lot. No, it wasn't, it wasn't full and... Okay. You know, it wasn't Shiny. that it wasn't connected, yeah. So yeah. I think that would still qualify as a yeah, beard. It wasn't like a Bond girl getting out of a ocean. Oh. They do the thing. Getting out of Ron, Ron Pompeo's Yeah, out of his casket. <laughs> he's liquefied. Oh, jeez. Not yet, he's not. They use the liquefy setting. <laughs> uh, Jeff, okay. why do not the toothpaste colors get mixed up in the tube? Oh, uh, okay. So I've often wondered what the colors look like in the tube. I think I saw a YouTube video where somebody froze it and then cut it open. Yeah. And it was it was a lot about like you expect. Yeah. My toothpastes only have one color. Oh. The one that I use, the Colgate. So the one I use has different colors. Yeah. But by the time you get to the end, it's all mixed up. Like that Is last, that right? Yeah, that last bit where you're trying to get the last bits out of the tube and yeah. you're like pulling it and twisting it and like folding it. Like yeah, it's not going to be as nice as the the first, the the virgin yeah spritz. When I was a kid, virgin spritz. When I was a kid, I used to try to you know how perfect the little uh thing of toothpaste was in the toothpaste commercials. Oh yeah, it had a little it had the little little loop on the bottom. It looks like an S. Also, let's be clear, that's like three servings of toothpaste. That's a that's too much way too much. Yeah. You're supposed to use a pea size. But when I was a kid, I used to try to get try my to get toothpaste that? to look mm. just like that, yeah. and I never could. It's yeah. too bad. It's because it's fake. It's probably a hard candy from Frankenmuth. Probably. Just put it on top of a toothpaste or a toothbrush. They should make Oh, act whoa. I just had so don't they make a, a toffee or something that looks like the tooth like the mm-hmm. um aim toothpaste? What is the what is the brand of toothpaste that has the three colors? What do you use? Uh I use Aquafresh and it has Aquafresh, multiple okay. colors. A, a lot of them have multiple colors. Isn't it like there's a, a red a blue and a white? Yes, a yeah. red yeah, or a green. Yeah, yeah. I think that I, there's some Christmas candy that's like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like definitely. Toothpaste. Definitely. And yeah. it tastes like toothpaste, too, well, surprisingly enough. Surprise, it's toothpaste. <laughs> Jason, do cats actually understand their own names? Yeah, they just don't care. That's like, yeah. fuck you. They My don't. fucking cat today. Which one? Uh, the asshole. They're all assholes. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I made myself a turkey sandwich. Put my plate on the table, mm-hmm. and I went to the fridge to get some water. Yeah. And I look over, and that son of a bitch, on my chair, eating the turkey off the side of my sandwich. Mowing the turkey off the Mowing side. Mowing And I yelled at him. I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> you know what he did? Nothing. Nothing. He's like, You're, you He's are like, not a threat. This turkey is here. My name's not motherfucker. Yeah. Beach. Yeah. 
So what did you do? What did you do with the sandwich? I cut that part off and ate the rest. Okay, because you can't because they lick their butts. <laughs> I'm not going to share. What am I? It's like people who kiss their dogs on the mouth. Oh yeah, Jeff. Do Swiss people put on their first aid kits? Sorry, what? what do Swiss people put on their first aid kits? That's a great question because it would just be the the Swiss flag, right? Yeah, because that's on the. I think the, the bigger problem is yeah. that all their bandages have holes in them. Ah, uh, yeah. But they're also very multi-use. <laughs> That's true. It'd be like if, if we had first aid kits and they all had American flags uh-huh. on them. It'd be weird. Well. Yes. <laughs> I was going to make a Ron Pompey joke. Oh, boy. Okay. Just all the things it does. The Swiss AIDS kits. Oh, it slices, yeah. it dices, it chops, yeah. it mops it. Yeah. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Wonderful. Jason, does anybody feel, anybody else feel bad for all the fish that get captured and then released back into the wild? I mean, they have a wound on their mouth now. Yeah, and they're all whores, so it's going to get infected. <laughs> I always think it's weird if you catch a fish and then throw it back. That's why if catching fish for sport. Yeah. That's, mm. it's like uh, you know you you win the gold medal in the three hundred meter relay. Yeah, and then you throw it away. And you just throw you it back. Throw it back. You throw it back at the person. I that think gave it John to you. Kerry did that with his Purple Heart. Oh, is that right? Yeah. That was his actual heart, though. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Well, we can't play the whole thing. No, yeah, copyright. Yeah, thank you, John Williams. <laughs> I, so, uh, if anybody's wondering. I think that song is great. And I, that's our review of the Olympic thing. There you go. What what else did John Williams write? Oh, everything. E.T., uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, Star Wars, Harry Potter. So the good ones. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much like many of the iconic movies you think of, he, he did. Schin, I think Schindler's List. Really prolific. Yeah. Uh, he often was... Linked up with uh, Steven Spielberg. Really? It'd be very strange to play the Olympics theme during Schindler's List, though. That would dun, be great. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Although that kind of sounds a little bit like the the Star Wars march theme. Yeah. Definitely. Sometimes when you listen to some of his stuff, you can kind of hear things that you're like, oh, I can see how he morphed that into a different movie that he did shortly after. Like yeah. You can hear those kind of callbacks and things like that yeah so very nice i love john williams it's i i he came to detroit a few years back and conducted the detroit symphony orchestra and i was like i want to see that like big fan want to see that yeah and within like five minutes or something the entire thing was sold out i never even got a chance it was very very sad that's a real shame he should tour again he's like i think he's getting close to 80 Ooh, yeah it's going to end up with uh, Ron Pompey. <laughs> Boy, our apologies to the Pompey family. Yes. It's just an unlucky naming situation. Speaking of apologies. And luck. I'm sorry about this podcast. <laughs> a man is luckily, lucky to be alive after a horrific ordeal in Alaska that's being compared to Leonardo DiCaprio's 2015 film, The Revenant. Did you see The Revenant? I have not. It's a great movie. Uh, it's on my list. Yeah. Like, I always try to see all the Academy Award winning and yeah. nominated movies. I really enjoy it a lot. Awesome. I like movies for, for some reason. In a, so I've not played Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption yet. Mm-hmm. But I like 
um, the the thought of of surviving in the cold wilderness, mm-hmm. and I don't know why, but this like the old west, the old west, mm-hmm. but snowy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love, and that's the the revenant was was based I think yeah. in. It's bare in area, it, right? yeah. And that yeah. area, it's either in Canada or Alaska, like, or fuck. Montana, or something. Yeah, whatever the fuck. I saw a lot of movies. Like my grandma was always big on like movies with like bears and shit, oh, and, yeah. and like you know survival kind of things. She yeah. like like those movies. There was a movie with uh, Alec Baldwin and Anthony Hopkins, I think. And they're like, there's a bear trying to get them. Red. It's called the. I think December it's called the. No, it's like the Edge or something. The Edge. Yeah. Oh. And I think it turns out that Alec Baldwin's been like fucking. Uh, Anthony Hopkins' wife, or something. Oh. She's she's a bit younger. Okay, yeah. Not fucking Anthony Hopkins. No, no, no. Or the bear. That's that's Brokeback Bear Mountain. <laughs> uh, the unidentified man in his fifties or sixties spent several days fighting for survival in the wilderness as a grizzly bear stalked him before a Coast Guard helicopter came to his rescue. I've been watching this show called Alone. Have you heard of this show? I have heard of this show. So it's on the History Channel. I do not get that channel. Okay. Huh? We have we don't have cable. Okay, so I'm sorry. It's also on Hulu. Ah, okay. <laughs> so Wait, the Hulu you I'm have to pay it. for like live Hulu or whatever. It's yeah, you pay for we Hulu. Don't have that okay, well, no, anyway. no, not 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 like just the standard. Like there's this there's like standard Hulu and then there's like Hulu there. Hulu Premium or whatever. Yeah, no, I don't I, think we get that. Okay, I don't know. I'll look, Hulu. I'll look and see. Anyway, so this I used show Hulu to is watch very nice. Lost. They follow ten people, uh-huh. and uh, so they're they not alone. To, they listen. They have to survive in the wilderness, mm-hmm. and they're they're by themselves in their own camp. They're maybe 10, 10, 12 miles sometimes away from each other, on Vancouver Island up in the the northwest. It's okay. very cold and, Near and Vancouver? very brutal. Yes. Okay. And lots of bears, mm. mountain lions. Yeah. And things. And so bears and cougars. Yep. Mm. And uh, so they're alone, and they have to film it themselves too. So there's no camera career. Oh. So that lends that sort of gotcha. authenticity, I think. So to you got it. like uh, the Blair Witch shaky cam going on. They don't have. Well, sometimes they do, but mostly it's it's steady cam because they have the camera on the tripod when they're mm-hmm. surviving. And they're making fire and they're mm-hmm. catching food. And what do they do when they jump on the trampoline? <laughs> they have to build their own trampoline. Oh. So I've been watching this show. Uh-huh. It's very great. I've watched the first two seasons, and then that was good. And then I got to the third season, mm-hmm. and the re- the History Channel History Channeled it all up. Uh, well, first that's episode. what happened. You get new writers. Yeah, yeah. The first episode of the third season is a competition now, oh, and they have man. to show blah blah blah. And then there's a host and stuff. Yeah, Jeff and they, Rope they showed they up. Fucked it up. Yeah, they fucked it all up. And I hated it. But anyway, Lieutenant Junior Grade AJ Chemic <laughs> was. First to notice the man stumble out of a small shack at a mining camp 40 miles outside of Nome. That's in Alaska. Hey! Uh, Sorry. (laughs) He said, how do I do a quote within a quote? We've never done that, right? I don't think so. We've got a quote within the quote. Come up with something on the spot. Come on. Yes, and. Yes, and. (laughs) He said, hey, there's a guy down there and he's waving at us. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Jared Carbjal, Carbajal said the Coast Guard MH-60 Jayhawk helicopter had changed course to avoid cloud cover on their way to a mission when they discovered the man waving for help when they, in a shack with SOS and help me yes, written on the tin roof <laughs> this is bear he's after me <laughs> I was like go away SOS and help me just in case nobody knows what SOS means yeah. well 
used to be PDQ or something like that, right? What? There's a whole thing where they switched from something to SOS. There was like a there was a three letter thing before SOS. No way. Yeah, it was like RCQ or something like that. Oh. Yeah. I don't remember what it is. Okay. They oh. mention it in Titanic the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, nice. Yeah, bringing and, it back and around. And Kate Winslet. Yes. And no bears in that movie? No. Not no, one bear. Well, you don't know that. Oh, they could have been lurking. Yeah. Or stalking. Well, it was the early 1900s. They weren't out. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. The man told the rescuers that he had been staying or He'd been staying in the shack for five days. He suffered non-life-threatening injuries, including bruises and damage to his leg. At some point, a bear had dragged him down the river. He had a pistol. He said the bear kept coming back every night, and he hadn't slept in a few days, said well, Commander Carbajal. They were having a sleepover. <laughs> in, their, in their sleeping bags. Yes. I wonder what he was giving them. Clearly, prostitution was involved. Clearly. Yes. Eating is just prostitution. Because you're using your mouth and you're getting some sort of benefit for it. Mm. So so a hot and ready is a friend with benefits? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Friends don't do that to each other. No, I... You've got a friend in me. That's me. And well, if you're I, a prostitute... I sing that to my hot and ready every time. Oh. you got a friend in me. Uh, a 2019 report by the Alaskan health official... Or, by Alaskan health officials, says that 68 people in the state were hospitalized in 66 uh, bear attacks from 2000 to 2017, and 10 people died from bear attacks during that period. When you're in the wilderness, mm-hmm. you should carry bear spray. You should. And an air horn, perhaps, a mm-hmm. flare, something to keep the bears away. But then it's unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> but then... The government is not coming in and saying you have to carry bear spray to protect yourself. Hey, it's their freedom to die. Yeah. All three species of North American bears live in Alaska, and the Alaska Department of Fish and Games website says, Even if you don't see a bear, you will never be far from one. Alaska is bear country. Good to know. What about the Berenstein or the Gummy? They're all there. All varieties of bears live there. They only mention black, brown, and polar. Okay. Polar bears, are they live in Alaska. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's what they said. That's. What about the um, the plush variety? Uh, those there, too? I definitely, definitely. Yeah. What about the Teddy Ruxpin? I think there are a few Probably not left. anymore. Yeah, they're not, not big anymore. Not good in cold weather, the Teddy Ruxpins. Well, my sister probably went in and broke them all. Fucking bitch. I know. Go to kindergarten for half a day and you come home and your Teddy Ruxpin's broken. Oh, boy. Speaking of trailer parks. (laughs) (laughs) True comment is true. (laughs) T-Boys Swinger Trailer Park is set to open on Memorial Day weekend in 2022, and it's gaining attention in Momu, Louisiana. Their motto, bring y'all... Bring your house and share your spouse. Yeah, baby. <laughs> David Alcoin, I assume. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man behind the park says... Uh, and also behind your mom. <laughs> Only if he picks up the right key. Uh, says, you come on down to Mamu for good ta- uh, good things. This is just going to be one of them. And says that the swinger community is surprisingly bigger than you might think. Yes, but he's actually just saying fatter. <laughs> Surprisingly fatter. Well, they're going down to that uh, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you make them cheeks, cheeks clap there, they echo. Mm. It's all them water fries. 
Since putting up the sign where the swinger park will be, Alcoin says he's gotten calls from swingers across the country. Yeah, he's like nationally renowned. Wow. Uh, most of them call just text just to see if it's real, just to see if somebody's going to answer because they say, oh, no, nobody's there. It's not a real number. Or they can get on Facebook and say, oh, no, it's not a real number. I don't know. How's my bayou? You go bayou. It's good. But then you did a quote within a quote and you didn't change it. So I'm a little disappointed. Oh, sorry. He wasn't really quoting anyone. He was like creating a character. So I guess, yeah, you should have used a different voice. <laughs> the sign for the swingers community says you have to send a picture of your spouse for approval. But Alcoin says that's just a joke. Well, I'm just joking. Well, everyone's just joking until they're serious. Right. Everyone's- well, I'm just joking. I'm just joking, really. Uh- you want to suck my wife's dick? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just joking. I'm just... Oh, you do? Okay, come on. No, she's definitely... Get on has, in She definitely has a penis. <laughs> Are you talking about my wife? No. Are you talking about my wife? My prostitute wife, as you've said? <laughs> when finished, the site will have a nude pool, nude yoga stadium. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you want to be doing some downward-facing dog and wow. you know, nice rows. In front of 110,000 people yeah. in the stadium. So you can a make s- eye contact with someone's anus. A stadium. <laughs> you get pink eye from that, I think. Mm-hmm. A strip poker hall and key party cabana. Key party, I assume, is a swinger thing. Yeah. I've also heard. Have you seen that in movies? Yeah. I've okay. also heard that if you have pineapples as decoration in or in front of your home that is a that is a sign that you're a swinger i have heard this i've heard that too i can't confirm it but i also know that the pineapple is much older than that as a symbol of hospitality well which is why it's a symbol for like william sonoma what can be more hospitable than lending your wife to someone (laughs) that's a little too hospitable listen make yourself at home (laughs) please my wife is in bed uh, you know, I would do that in my home. So, you know, pineapples were once a sign of wealth. Oh, because you couldn't get them. Yeah. Yeah. And so you get them and like you wouldn't eat them because by the time they got them, they're like rotting. So you'd like have a rotten pineapple sitting on your thing just to show off how rich you were. Right. Yeah. And then you'd have sex with someone else's wife. Yeah. With a rotten pineapple. Yeah. Or, or have sex with a rotten pineapple. They're very soft. Well, that's that's what they used to call gonorrhea. <laughs> Got yourself some uh, rotten pineapple. Also, the strip poker hall, that seems a little unnecessary. You put on clothes just to go in the strip poker hall and take them off. Like, you've already seen everything in the new yoga stadium. Well, maybe if you lose, you have to put your clothes on. Oh, cl- yeah. the then, then you don't get to swing. You have to go back to your, oh. you go back to your trailer. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, sing wide alone. That's a real shame. Uh, Alcoin says that uh, you can choose to live in the trailer park, but he's designed it to operate more like a campground where swingers can come for part of thing weekends. All right. So there you go. Your next uh, trip to Louisiana, you can stop by the swinger trailer park. Wow. So oh, <laughs> I was going to make a joke and then I read the rest of what was <laughs> happening. So no jokes here. Three women have filed reports and separate incidents about Brian Reams harassing them while shopping at a Walmart and a Kroger in Conway, Arkansas. But was it a nude Walmart? It was a strip Walmart. Uh, I think that's most Walmarts. I've seen the people of Walmart page. Instead of falling prices, it's falling pants. Yes. (laughs) Uh, 
they were all very frightened, very uncomfortable by these incidents that occurred. Conway Police Department Information Officer Lacey Kniep said. According to police reports, he would follow the woman, women around the store and make inappropriate comments to them. So this sounds off. This sounds bad. Like yes. it's 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 dangerous. Um, you know, yeah, uh, scary for these women. Not a good thing. Why did we pick this story? Well, it's coming up. Well, according to police reports, uh, no, so you said that yep. one report says Reem, who has neither his arms, uh, neither of his arms, asked if he could massage her feet. And there it is. He's going to give her a foot bath. He's massaging with his tongue. <laughs> Maybe he has very, well, if he doesn't have arms, he probably has very dexterous toes. Yeah, he's going to massage them that way. A foot massage, but that's just called footsie, I think. He was just going to do, you know, this kind of thing with his shoulders. He's going to hit. It's a shiatsu. The percussion massage, massage yeah, with just, his shoulders. Yeah. Maybe maybe he doesn't have arms, so he has big old titties. And he can just <laughs> thwap them on them. Conway City Attorney. Uh, wow, that sounds like Conway Twitty. Hello, darling. <laughs> Conway City Attorney Charles Finkbinder, Finkenbinder says, The fact that we were able to obtain justice and protect that rights is because these women were strong enough to come forward. Finkenbeiner says often people post this sort of thing on social media, but don't take any further steps saying a sense of safety is what's being taken away and it's not okay. Completely agree. This man should be in jail. They haven't found him yet. Oh, they haven't? Yeah. He's on the run. Yeah. Well, when the... You think he can go very fast because you usually have to pump your arms to... Good thing is uh, he's he's unarmed and dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Literally, he's a biter. Literally, <laughs> literally, why I chose this story was so I could so make, make the unarmed, unarmed and dangerous, and dangerous joke. joke. Yes. I don't know. If, uh, he's threatening massage is. Uh, I don't know if I would say that's dangerous. Threatening massage to yeah. massage feet. Yeah, doesn't sound very dangerous. Unarmed and undangerous. Yes, but very inappropriate. Yeah, and fuck this guy. Uh, it's like that good joke. Where do you find a, a guy with no arms? Um, he's he'll be harassing women at Walmart. Oh, obviously. Yeah, indeed. Uh, both Finkenbeiner and Conway Police hope this will encourage others to report things. Otherwise, local officials uh, who can help may never know about them. We want people to feel safe in public, and we want them to understand that their story matters. People do have the right to go out in public without being harassed. Officer Kanipe said. Did I say officer? Uh, I believe you may have. That's the opposite of an officer. Now, why would you say that? I don't know. All right. I didn't. Well. I wouldn't. You did. Yes. Well, what are you going to do? Holy heck. Yes. This has been a long one. That is what Officer Knieper said. <laughs> at, the swing, at the swinging park. At the swinging park. park. Yeah. yeah. So what did we learn today? Well, we learned that uh, apparently someone's offering some armless massages. I'd be okay with that. Yeah. A percussion massage? Yeah, he just uses his head. He's a headbanger. <laughs> turns on some, uh, you know hairband music and just goes to town. We also learned that people swing at trailer parks and um, there's also a trailer park for swingers. Indeed. Uh, we learned that a bear uh, harassed a guy. Ooh, a bear with no arms? <laughs> might not have. They haven't found the bear. <laughs> He's like, dude, I want to give you a big massage. <laughs> he'll, he'll pay for it. 
give you 50 bucks. We also learned uh, that there uh, can't be sugar daddies on Google Play anymore. Yep. Um, they'll just have to resort to real life. And we learned that maybe there shouldn't be cigarettes in the UK anymore. But, like, if that's the case, stop making them. Stop it. Stop right now. And this hour has been an hour and 27 minutes. So we've had a request. We have yes. someone who would like to be on the show. Oh, a listener? A listener. Wants to be on the show? Loves the show. Uh-huh. Uh, and has been asking for a while whether or not she can attend. And so my youngest daughter is here with us because she wants to tell us a few jokes. Oh, and she's got a huge smile on her face She's right now. very excited to okay, tell good. some jokes. So, so what do you... How many jokes are you going to tell? Okay. Uh, I have no idea, but first I have one joke I don't need to read. Because I memorize it. Okay. Okay. All right. What do elves learn in school? What do elves or owls? Elves. Elves, like Santa's elves? Yeah. Okay. What do elves learn at school? I don't know. What? What? The alphabet. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, That's a good one. Next one. Knock, knock. Who's there? Gorilla. Gorilla who? Will you gorilla me? Gorilla me a hot dog, will you? <laughs> Okay, I got a good one for you. Uh-oh. Okay. S- say knock, knock. Knock, knock. Who's there? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Go That's on. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> All right, what else you got for us? Who's the queen of a pencil case? Who's the queen of a pencil case? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The ruler. <laughs> oh, of course, the ruler. Yep, yep. Hey, do you ever take a, rule, a ruler... And put the a pencil in the hole of the ruler and swing it around like this. No. You should. Or would you ever like put it on the edge of a ta- table and go like that? Oh no, I don't drive that yet. I don't know yeah. if she has like a big ruler like that. Oh no, I don't have a ruler. Oh. oh. Well, we'll have to see if we can okay. find one. Well so then, you can learn the. Well then, who makes who makes all the rules for you and and <laughs> who's your queen and king if you don't have a ruler? Uh, okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, here we go. What's the best animal at hitting a baseball bat? A baseball, I mean. What's the best animal at hitting a baseball? <laughs> Is it a bat? Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, already said it. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, one more? One more? One more? Okay. Okay, make it a good one. Yes. Because, you know, the last joke has to be the funniest joke. Okay. Okay. What kind of key can never unlock a door? What kind of key can never unlock a door? A monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Well, thank you for coming and telling us jokes. Okay. Loved it. Bye. Bye.